0: Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome to Four Friends and Family Podcast. It's Monday, April 27th. It's 10.01 a.m. here in Los Angeles. You can hear on the phone. I have with me, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. I've got my friend, David Yule, um, who is in Glasgow, Scotland. Welcome to the podcast, David. Hi, uh, Gavin. How are you? Oh, you have the best accent. I think everybody loves the Scottish accent.
1: Well, I remember from many years ago, Gavin, that there was one word that you used to get me to repeat and repeat and repeat because you just kept laughing. I don't know if you can remember all these years ago. Oh, you I can remember? remember.
0: Yes, please. If you go to if you go to flick on a light switch, what happens? That's
1: that that creates Electricity. <laughs> <laughs> And so I used to have to keep repeating electricity, 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 day in, day
0: electricity. Out. electricity. <laughs> uh, just so great. Um, we have it. A, a, a I think you're going to win for the best accent out of all the. Bo- I've done like oh, 45 of these podcasts. And there, we have another guy from Australia, Ben, and he has a great accent too. Uh, and and well, maybe we'll have to get you guys on a podcast. I don't think anyone in America will understand one word you're saying, so I'll translate for them
1: because they don't Well, really don't... It, was, it, it was interesting. I listened to Ben yesterday, and it was quite an interesting contrast between what he's going through and what we're going through here. So, yeah, I could understand him. Fine, but whether well, you can, you can understand both of us—a different story. <laughs> I don't think people are going to understand what you're saying, but no, it's great.
0: Okay. So let's talk about, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about Scotland. Like I've known you for like over 30 years. Um, we met in Canada um, and you work in insurance um and you're you know you're glaswegian or you've lived in glasgow for all of your life and your dad used to be in glasgow you know or your, in or your parents are in glasgow so you are scottish through and through how is this what's happening in scotland because we hear about a lot what's happening in the uk and london basically but what's going on up
1: in scotland because yeah well just more more recently there has been a a split, and what was interesting yesterday to, to listen to Ben and the difference between Queensland and New South Wales, they're starting to become a split in Scotland and England. Obviously, there's there's four countries in the United Kingdom, but dominated by England and, and London in particular, which seems to have be having a particularly bad time, uh, including the Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who who had the the virus. Mm-hmm. So, but there has been more recently some some talk about. Um, England wanting to resume and become more normalised and come out of the situation that we're in. But Scotland might want to take a different journey. So that's currently where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hit us quite bad and, and, and then again listen to Ben, who has only been eighty odd deaths in Australia, whole of Australia. Well we've had twelve hundred and fifty deaths in Scotland. So uh-huh. there's been a you know it's a big difference. Um so we're a bit afraid of coming out too early and relaxing some of the lockdown. Yeah. But down south, they're thinking about it because of the effects and the, the economy and people people not working and the potential tax burdens and debt burden that that's going to put on the country. Mm-hmm. There's
0: 2.9 million people around the world that have had the virus or have the virus currently. There's been 207,000 deaths and 876,000 people have recovered. How many people in, in Scotland have tested positive for the for the virus?
1: gosh I, I I don't know we've not had a, we, we definitely haven't had a stringent uh, testing regime we've not been like Germany yeah um, we've been a bit behind the curve and lots of people working in the care services haven't been tested oh, um and that really has been a problem because around a quarter of the deaths that, that we've had uh, have been in the care sector um, and people haven't had the PPE. Um, And they've not been tested and they've still been working with people and it spread the virus. I don't know the numbers, but I know that the care sector in particular has has, uh, people haven't been tested and we've not had a a regime. Only just last week did they say that they're going to test people. Frontline key workers can get testing. We now have drive-through testing facilities Uh. that people people can go in and get get tested. And talking about the care sector, that's an interesting comparison as well, because... Lots, you've, you you quote some numbers there, but every country does things differently. Uh, England, England doesn't quote on their death certificates, people who die in a, a care home. But in Scotland, we do. What? So it's quite difficult. Yeah, so it's quite difficult. To wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that England does not quote, if you die of COVID in a, in a care home, they don't say yeah. that it was a COVID death. But in yeah, Scotland, but you do. So that's why you have more right.
1: deaths. Well, that's could be, that could be part of it. There might be other reasons, but it's quite difficult to compare if different countries um, if different countries test and don't put the, the definition on a, a death certificate.
0: Yeah, I, I have heard this that there seems to be because here in America we're hearing some um, uh, some some rumors that uh, that hospitals are actually. Um, Saying that it's a COVID death because they get uh they get um uh funding for it. So that they're saying they're they're putting they're putting some deaths under COVID that weren't COVID that might have been pneumonia so that they can get funding from the insurance companies. Which is I haven't confirmed okay. that, but I saw it in the news this morning.
1: Well I can believe it because uh the doctor has to give you suspicion. He might not have tested these people, these people might not be tested. Yeah. But if they've been displaying symptoms he might put it on the death certificate of one of the one of the causes, but there's no, there's been no test. It's just been his suspicion. Yeah, so if there's a financial interest in doing so, then you can imagine there's yeah. pressure to do so.
0: Um, and w- tell me a little bit about your day to day life. Is your like in Australia? We were talking to Ben, and he his kids never stopped going to school. They're four and six now. Yep. You have you have a son Robbie, and uh, your wife yep. is she's not going to work. And is Robbie going to school? Like, are you guys in lockdown? No. Like, where are you
1: at? Yeah, yeah, we are. We have tonight. Um, we've got highlights. So tonight we talk. You, you talked yesterday about shopping and how you shopped and you've not been out. You get deliveries. Yeah. Well, what what I do here, we do click and collect. So tonight after we're finished, I've ordered online. I'll drive up to the supermarket and they have a set up like a refrigerated unit in the car park of the supermarket. Mm-hmm. I'll go up, give them my name. They bring out a trolley, put that, and I'll lift them, put all the stuff in the back of the car, and I'll drive away. It's really difficult to get deliveries. I know you said you get Whole Foods and other people will deliver, but they've been prioritising vulnerable people. So I'm not in that group. So it's really difficult for me to get a delivery. So click and collect is the way that that we've been doing it to go out. But essentially, we've been in lockdown. You go out for a, a, a short bit of exercise, but that's once a day. That's about it. Kids not going to school. Having said that, there are some kids in our area who have got key workers as parents and they do go to school. Oh. So there are, yeah, so there are some kids who have got doctors, surgeons uh, that are classed as key workers. So the school still operates a skeleton staff so to just look after the kids so the key workers can get to the hospitals.
0: Wow. So there is some situations where the schools are open, but mo- so your your son is he doing homeschooling via videos?
1: Is... No, well there not been videos. They have they use Microsoft Teams. Yeah, and uh, they've got some worksheets and they put them back, and teacher gives messages, but we've not quite got to the, the video. It would be quite nice to do a Zoom call with the class. They've not done anything like that yet.
0: I wonder why. Micro- like why Microsoft not? Teams. Oh, I know they, they should. Maybe it's because zoom got zoom bombing and all those hacks I think everyone's you know worried about the encryption
1: maybe maybe but it's quite nice and um Robbie's um my only son so he's not good brothers or sisters, so the social interaction with other kids is really important yeah um so he's been doing the odd time on iPads and he'll play a game and speak to some some friends um but, but, he, just, but
0: he's not going and seeing any of his friends no, because it could no, be you guys. Wow. Okay.
1: No. no. So there's, he's not seen his friends. Not, no friends. It's only family units.
0: Okay. And when when did you guys lock down? Like how long has it, he been out for?
1: Uh, this is the sixth week. Yeah, it must have been oh, six wow. weeks.
0: So you're saying it's last six six weeks.
1: But but interestingly enough, so there's no things that happen here. Normally, you know, I like golf. Yeah. There's no golf. There's no golf here. <laughs> But yesterday, so golf courses are all closed, but yesterday we went for a walk, and we said walk along past the golf course, and there was people playing golf. There was maybe eight to ten people playing golf. It's banned, you're not allowed to do it, but people have just been, oh well, I'm fed up with this, I'm, I'm going to play golf.
0: So if it's banned and you're not allowed, do do people get fines like like here they we had do. yeah we had a they bunch of people who went surfing finals, yeah. and they, yeah
1: so and what would
0: the fine be like here it's a thousand dollars to go surfing basically. oh no
1: yeah it's not in that it's not in that league it's sixty quid or something so it's not, <laughs> it's not, so, it's it's not like it's like a round of golf yeah it's not <laughs> it's not no, it's, but but the, the police are so busy they're not going to be looking around golf courses there's just other stuff to to do now
0: glasgow's a bit of a violent city has have, have have you had the same thing that's happened over here in america like no murders. like everyone's like basically lockdown really works for people not killing each other
1: yeah well there's no there's still uh there's been different types of incidents but uh People, people, fighting. There's been the odd thing on that. You read in the news, you know. There's just been a bit of cabin fever. And <laughs> it's been good weather recently, so people have been outside having yeah. barbecues. I mean, and that's another thing I've seen. Um, we were out for another walk, and we saw someone having a picnic, and the, we saw the police move them on. The police said, "No, you're allowed out to do an hour's exercise, but if it's or, or something essential." But having a picnic, that's not really an essential thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they got moved on.
0: I've heard of incidents like that. There was this guy that Ben was telling me about in Australia who would go for a run but always ended up at a kebab shop. And then eventually... <laughs> The <laughs> so the police figured it out. They're like, hey dude, you can't keep going out for runs and going to the combat shop it's, <laughs> That's not that's not interesting. Okay, let's move on to the next part where you work in the insurance business. And I am so I really that's why I wanted to talk to you. I'm like, how is this gonna affect insurance? Like the risk side of this, and just tell us a bit about where you focus and, and what you do for your job so that people yeah. can understand exactly how you, you you'll focus on something like this.
1: Yeah, so I work for a, a, a pension business, so that's an, an investment firm who provide workplace pensions for employers. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the UK, I think it's probably similar in, uh, well, I no, it's similar in Australia, that you have to pay uh, a contribution to your your, work, your workforce, pension contribution, and there's a certain percentage that you have to pay into that, and it's a mandatory thing that you have to do. Um, so everyone has to have a workplace pension, um and the way that we make money is the, the the assets have a certain value obviously they're invested in the markets and we take a percentage of that mm-hmm. so clear, so clearly for from our business uh if the, if the markets are down a quarter our income's down a quarter wow. but at least but at least we're not we're not like some other uh, businesses uh, at least we'll get seventy five percent of our income coming in yeah we, st- we still have that. I've got a friend who's a travel agent, and not only has he is he not selling any holidays, yeah. he's still got to work because he's got to rebook everyone else. You know, so it's not li- you can't just you're not a bar. You can close the the bar yeah. and, and not pay any income, not pay any salaries. In the situation of a, a travel agent, then you know you've got you've still got to rebook people, so you're no income plus your your overheads are exactly the same.
0: And are people and rebooking? Well, is that it, when
1: you yeah, talk to yeah, them? Well yeah, well, yeah, people are rebooking, but, but not not short term. Yeah. Not, you know, this summer is not really – there's nothing going in the summer. But surprisingly, I've got another friend who's a, an undertaker, and you, and you might think, you might think, well, that's a great business to be in at the moment. But I don't know if it's the same in, in Australia or, or the U.S., but our funerals that we have here, it's only immediate family that are allowed to attend. Yeah. So what that means is normally undertakers will make money on ancillary benefits, cars, flowers, all these other things that they make money on Mm -hmm. in a package. But if you're not doing any of that, they're not making any money from these funerals. So whilst there's lots of increased number of deaths, funeral directors are struggling, travellers are struggling, and pension companies like myself, I wouldn't say we're struggling, but like any business, if your income's down a quarter, eventually you have to make some choices yeah. To what you're going to do, but you, you did mention the risk side. That will go through to actuarial tables because if more people are dying, the mm. the, the death rate goes up. That we, if we if we have got less people or more people have died, and mm. we're paying their pension. Well, we stop paying their pension, so we keep the money. Oh, so well, on a positive side for us, <laughs> if people die, it's good for it's good for us paying money out in a pension <laughs> because we're, we don't pay anymore. We're not here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe
0: I'm laughing because I'm I'm like it's a sort of awkward conversation to be having but yeah. yet but it's reality right is that yes yep. on the one side you're you are you know the, the, the stock market is down where you invest the pension funds to make your money but on the yep. upside is that there's more people dying that would be taking pensions because the people that are generally dying are 70 plus who yep. might have lasted another 10 or 15 years Correct. Um, Correct. but they're not so you're going to be saving paying out to them so you get yep. to keep that money and reinvest it so it's going to be be a, a bit of a you know, a, a, I guess it's going to be a plus minus really.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not really something you want to talk about or jump up and down. There's more people dying, but but as you said, it's it's a reality, and and we've got actual tables that we calculate the you know the life expectancy of certain people in certain areas and postcodes, zip codes. Now we we'll have to change that now because this this is a completely different scenario, and we'll have to recalibrate that for for future pension income that we're going to pay out. If, if this is going to be a long-term thing, okay. if we're going to be stuck with this for a while.
0: Do you think people will be buying like COVID insurance? Will there be something that will like, w- it would, be, would I pay 20 bucks a year for my whole life to make sure that if in the situation that I die from COVID that I, I get a payout?
1: Gosh, I hadn't thought of that, but um, I have seen, you can buy pandemic insurance, businesses can buy pandemic insurance. I don't know if you've covered that. No, um, no, what, what,
0: what's up? Yeah, I didn't know you could buy pandemic insurance. What yeah, happens
1: when you get pandemic insurance? Businesses can buy pandemic insurance the same way as you can buy flood insurance, fire insurance. And if your business is interrupted by a pandemic, which was an option, then you're covered for business inter- interruption. So if your profits are down, then the insurance company would pay out under, under that clause. So in Scotland, here our football season is, is no one's playing football, but I know there's six clubs in Scotland have got pandemic insurance. So their insurance company will pay out the income that they would have received through the turnstiles the had they still been playing football. Mm. So that's an option, but you can be sure that the next time they come to renew, the price of that option will be substantially higher than it was last year.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know if I I had pandemic insurance or if I have pandemic insurance on my my insurance for my business, but I'm assuming that that may be one of the reasons that people aren't mentioning it. I think a lot of stuff is being kept out of the media because they don't want people like a run-on insurance company saying, oh, I can get pandemic insurance. See, I didn't even
1: know, and I may have it. Um, I could be claiming it. You, you, may, you may well have it, but um, you won't be. Able, it's unlikely you'll be able to afford it the next time you, you renew yeah. your insurance. Yeah, it's. I mean, and, and, and that's the other thing you talked about life in Scotland. Uh, here, obviously, you know, football's a big thing, so there's, there's no football here, and same in England, uh, no football. Although I did hear Arsenal are going back to training today. Yeah. So that's the first, the first thing, and that goes back to what we talked about earlier down south they're starting to try and want to go back and
0: how, well, Get back to normal. Well, the last question I have for you as we just sort of wind up here is that how do you think this is going to impact Scotland? Like, do you, is it going to be something that is, you know, are, are a lot of people out of work? Like we've got like almost 30 million people out of work here in America. But it seems like, you know, it seems like that, that, that some of the countries like the UK and Australia the and the colonies and those sorts of things, they've taken a different approach where, you know, people, essential yeah. workers can still, you know, their kids can still go to school. Whereas here it's been like straight lockdown. They've shut down everything. Like there's no school. There's no nothing, um, so it's it's very interesting how the different cultures are approaching it. But what do you think the outcome is going to be for Scotland?
1: Yeah, so th- there's v- certainly very high levels of unemployment, and the uh, the business um, job retention scheme, as we call it here, has been put into place. So so you get up to two and a half thousand pounds a month, wow. paid by the government if you're if you're not working. So that's a substantial amount of money. So that's when as soon as they announced that then lots of businesses closed down because they were able to get two and a half, up to £2,500 for each staff member. Um, self-employed people, if you're earning less than £50,000, they were able to claim on it as well. So that's before they announced that, businesses were trying to find ways of continuing. But when the government said, we're going to pay you to close down, then that's when lots of people closed down. So I think it will have a substantial effect and there's going to be a substantial tax hike on everyone to pay for this it's just an enormous amount of money if we're paying people thousands of pounds every month and if this goes on till the end of the year it's going to have a a big effect on us and we seem to be not coming out this quickly and it's a big contrast to australia
0: yeah and you know the thing is and the last thing i'll say is that you know the the scottish people are well-known cheap i mean frugal They're very, frugal. (laughs) you guys are like, you're, you're, I mean, you know, the banks are in Scotland. You guys have, have a long history of being, you know, a frugal culture, um, that, that really is, you know, focuses on the bottom line. And that's why a lot of the insurance companies and banks and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, if, if you're doing that, you know, are people upset that people are getting paid this amount of money to close down their, 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 their businesses? I mean, how is it affecting the culture? No, we're
1: not, we're not at that stage yet. We're not at the stage where people are uh, saying, "Oh, I'm I'm still working, you're uh, furloughed, you're you're sitting at home playing the PlayStation. It's not not at that stage yet. People are um, looking at it for the greater good. So people are coming together and saying, this is the right thing to do for the country Mm -hmm. uh, as a whole. So there's no animosity between people. And and I look at it, I'm, I'm glad I'm still working because it's an outlet. If I was at home, not having an outlet to... To do other things and oh are you are house. you going into the there. office
0: or are you you're just working no, from home
1: no so we, we have we have 4,000 people that we are now working from home okay just getting laptops so we're all working from home now
0: oh okay so it's not you, you, I thought you might be going into the office okay cool so I mean no, I th- but they, I think
1: for the greater good Gavin I think people are, are accepting it for the greater good
0: yeah but I, and I guess that's the, the one thing that is popping up a little bit. And then we'll just sort of end there is this whole idea of universal basic income. It's tight, sort of an, an experiment around that, right? That you're giving all these people at the, the lower income levels the, the money and what are they going to be doing with their time, etc.
1: That's been raised in Scotland. And I think there's some, uh, as you know, Scotland's not independent from the UK. We have our own parliament and we have some devolved powers. Uh, So that certainly has been raised uh, by the Scottish politicians. It's not been raised in England to have a basic universal income. Um, But certainly an interesting idea that I think would probably fly up here more than it would down, down south.
0: Well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And I'm sure there's lots of people that, if they're still listening, don't even know half of what you said. And I, I, I know we're yeah, both speaking the, English, but I don't know yeah, what the heck you're saying. They,
1: they might say, G- Gavin, you're running, you're running the podcast at, at time and a half here. Go too fast. <laughs>
0: No, I think it's just that a lot. One thing I have learned in America is that America, if you don't speak English the way Americans do, they don't really understand sometimes what people are saying. So, I mean, you know, obviously I, I've lived I'm Canadian, so I and I'm used to having a lot of so I understand and hear your accent. But I have noticed that some people notice, you know, when you lived in America, I'm sure there was a time when they couldn't understand what you were saying.
1: Yeah, Um, especially when I said electricity.
0: (laughs) Good place to leave it. Thanks, David, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thanks,
1: Gavin. Speak to you soon. Bye.
0: Bye.